This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hi, sweet cheeks. Stop looking at me like that. My mum's listening. No, she doesn't know I do this. She thinks I've got a job in boots. Doing um, the doing the, the stringing, stringing up the eyebrows. <laughs> she thinks I do it. What I don't like about those eyebrow stringers, why have they got the one end of the string in the teeth? That is disgusting. What eyebrow stringers? It's not called stringing. It's called... Uh, Swinging? Threading. 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 Yeah, yeah, the eyebrow thread. Why have they the got one, no, one, um, one end in their mouth? That's unhygienic. Mm. This is five days of... Cracking radio crammed into an hour, about an hour. Sometimes uh, a bit less, sometimes a bit more. It depends. A bit more this week. Loads of it. Have, have you got loads in it? Yeah. Oh, mate. beautiful. We've had some really good callers, thank goodness. Because the, the hosting has been very poor. There's no room for rubbish, just exciting, <laughs> brilliant content. Sorry, I was given someone else's podcast script. In this podcast, there's loads of room for rubbish. <laughs> I should read this before. You should make me read this before. Can so you it's read your the fault. rest before? No. The best thing about that song, and I've heard that song um, like millions of times, Kelly Betts has never heard that, and I'm watching you chuckling away. It's funny for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> and she's actually describing herself there, yeah. isn't that? Good morning, guys. Kelly, it's so great to have you back. Thank you, player. There we go. Catherine Boyle. Yes, you're it's still me. back. Yeah, wowzers! I can't be unback. You can't be unback. Unback boil is uh, <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a retrospective anti-boil campaign I'm running, uh, much in the way that loads of Labour MPs are doing with Jeremy Corbyn now. Yeah. Oh, Tucker and Moon, I'm not playing anymore. Good, we never liked you anyway. You smarmy git. <laughs> I never liked Tucker Amuna. Too many K's and U's in his name. Got thing against K's and U's. It I've really... got a K. It's quite mm. important. You've got one. That's 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 enough. Mm. So He's do got... I. Okay. Mm. I think he may only have one actually. What the hell? Chukka Mona's even he even lies to me about the number of K's <laughs> in his name. I'm glad that guy's gone. Anyway, let's do this. Across beds, hearts Chukka and bugs. Amuna. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. He's got two K's. He's got two K's. It's one too many. Mm, two K's. Three U's. Um, any other multiple letters? I haven't got one U. He's using all my U's. Yeah, no, I've, I've got no U's Kaka Amuna. I've got a Z. Where? In the middle of my my middle name. Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> High five, High five. No, my middle name. What's your middle name? Elizabeth. Uh, Oz. Elizabeth. Luz. <laughs> As Elizabeth. Azerbaijan! <laughs> oh, we'll have the um, Alphabet of Nations will be the next song. It's Elizabeth. <laughs> Here we go. Care home scolded for um, calling residents love. Oh, oh, guys, come on. I mean, that's just outrageous. I bet the residents use worse language. Well, they do, because quite often these um, places are staffed by foreigners. Yeah, so they do. I know. A care home has been criticised by inspectors. Please let it be local. Please let it be local. Please let it be local. After employees used affectionate terms such as love and sweetie to address residents. Staff who look... I don't like sweetie. I like love. Sweetie is a tiny child, isn't it? No, it's a... I don't know, but sweetie is very, very cutesy-cutesy, isn't it? 
who look after... Uh, a spokesman said the language was meant to be friendly, but it could be regarded as demeaning and patronising. Well, it depends how it's said, isn't it? Shut up, sweetie! Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way, love. Or here's your dinner, love. Um, but they'd probably be saying, have you had a wee-wee? I mean, they will be talking like that anyway. Nana done a plopsy. <laughs> Oh, you don't say that to her. You say it out. You say it in the staff room. Oh, Nana did a terrible plopsy. But not as you're undressing her. You don't go. Oh, that's terrible, Nana. Naughty, Nana. No, no, Nana. Naughty. I love the fact that you think all carers call their their, their residents Nana and Granddad. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nana. There's no one. This is, I would like to know more about this story. Not today. But um, <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe they've. I, I, I don't they've been topped off for it. No, because I, I think don't it's believe really the widespread. CQC has picked up this care home in Harrogate, North Yorkshire. Oh, and everyone's love there. Although Harrogate's quite posh. The CQC has certain guidelines they want people to follow, but at our next inspection, we won't be changing these terms of endearment, and we will discuss it with the inspectors and show them this is what our residents want. Oh well, hang on. It, uh, this and here's, as always with these stories, do read to the last two paragraphs. The inspectors who visited in March also found the home needed to improve the residents' privacy. Right, oh, well, there, there right, you okay. go. Right, OK, well, if they're getting them changed in front of everybody, there that's something else. There we go, you see. 03459 455 555 down the rabbit hole. What's this? Ouch! It's a rock star hurting himself. What's this? Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Is you calling in about it? My camera never lies anymore. Cause there's nothing worth lying for. My camera never lies. My camera never lies. Who's that? Um, Come on. It's Books Fizz, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Books Fizz. Ah, it's Books Fizz. Books Fizz. Ah, almost Books Fizz. Oh, look, show Baker itself, go on it. Oh, oh, no. Oh, and that coach crash. Oh, terrible. What a tragedy, I know. But they came back from it. It's great stuff. Them and Gloria Estefan. Well, OK, we can do that. I remember that. We can do that. Rock stars who've suffered severe injuries. And yes, I'm including Books Fizz as as rock stars. So, let's, let's, let's draw up the list. Ozzy Osbourne. Let's draw up the list of the most dangerous rock and roll acts in the world. At the top so far, it's Bucks Fizz. And Estefan. Uh, well, Bucks Fizz first. You, you're obsessed with Estefan. I loved Estefan. Bucks Fizz, I wasn't allowed a perm because of Estefan. Were touring the United Kingdom, the British Isles, and they were in a coach, and I think it came off the road, and they were severely injured. One yeah. of them had uh, serious brain damage, I think. Really? I think so. Mm. Hard to tell. I think they did. I think they... No, it did, because he had... Um, he had... Because one of them didn't... I, did one Is that of Bobby them, G? One, did one of them die? No, I don't think so. I, one of them had really bad brain injuries um, and recovered Kelly, enough... Kelly, will you ask Jeeves? Yeah. He recovered enough to perform with them again for a bit, I think. But I might be wrong. I remember seeing it on TV, he had slurred speech. Oh, gosh. So, so Bucks Fizz, Coach Crash. 1984 it was. Thank you. The video evidence. 31 years ago, this almost... This very... I was seven. I nearly killed. I was 11. Um, okay, you, Estefan. You mentioned Gloria Estefan from the Miami Sound Machine. Yeah. What was her injury? She was also in a coach crash. She did a neck in. I think she broke her back or something. Was it? She she had to have a metal rod in her back. Yeah, 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 to, yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah. would have seriously affected her shimmy. But she came back from that. She did. Going back to Bucks Fizz. Yes, Bucks Fizz. Bucks Fizz. Yep. Um, uh, three days later, after the coach accident, he nearly died. Yep. But then he didn't. And, but he was left half blind with epilepsy. Oh, blind. And he still needs daily medication. He's still alive, though, is he? Yes, yeah, he's, he's like Good 58. for him. 
something. Good for him. I used to like Books Fizz. I like books, I like Land of Make Believe. The Land of Jay Aston in that video is the sexiest creature ever to walk this earth. You women should all bow down and kiss her feet. Could you do that for me? What, while you watch? <laughs> Not again. Um, okay. Uh, Bob Dylan, motorbike. Have you put Estefan down? Yes, c- Coach Crash. I just put the, the, the marks to say that this is the name's above. Dylan, Coach Crash. No, uh, Motorbike Crash. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott is reminding me, um, Rick Allen, Def Leppard. Oh, yeah. Did he lose? He lost one, one arm. One arm. Yeah. Have you seen the the best film ever is Hysteria, the Def Leppard story. Have you seen it? Strangely not, it didn't, didn't talk to me, that Mate, title. No, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to buy it for you. It's brilliant. So it's an American biopic of a band from Sheffield, right? Yeah. And there's bits where they're in the pub in Sheffield and they're all talking like that. Why? Because none of it can do an English accent. <laughs> and then there's a bit where, where the accident happens with Rick Allen, where he's driving along the M25. Now, I've been on the M25. I don't remember it being in the middle of a desert with cacti. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's in bed. He's in hospital bed, right? And he's lost his arm, and it's sad. He's, and he's, <laughs> he's reading an aeroplane magazine, and he's going... No, he's not. He's, he's in bed and he's going, oh, I wish I could play the drums again. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I've no. got an idea. Cut to scene where he's built a drum kit with loads of pedals and he's operating it in the hospital. It's honestly... In the hospital? <laughs> yes. All right, all right, that's that's your next birthday. When's your birthday? August. Oh, you've got a good, good 11 months to anticipate getting hysteria, the <laughs> Def Leppard story. Uh, Chris the Trucker. Hello, my friend. How are you? Um, I'm, oh, we're friends now, are we, Chris? Pardon? What have you got for us? Um, well, if you're, you're talking about rock stars at um, an accident. Well, no, we're talking about the most dangerous rock stars in the world. The world's most deadliest rock stars. Yeah, are, are you including ones that have actually died as well? Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, you've got uh, Buddy Ollie, Ricky Valens and the Big Buffer. All died Ladies and gentlemen, the holy trinity of um, uh, rock. Yes, we'll have that, yeah, of course. Very, very. These all. Basically, what we're, I'm learning so far, Chris, is if you are a rock star, don't go yeah. anywhere near an automotive vehicle. That's <laughs> about right at all, isn't it? <laughs> I, I wonder it. Hang on, right? You're a tr- any rock stars injured in a truck stop blowway? Has anything happened? To- <laughs> what a truck stop blowway? I don't know where that was going. I don't think. <laughs> don't pull me up on my truck stop blowway. <laughs> Oh. Uh, have any tr- what do you know about that? Have any um, uh, rock stars been injured in a truck? Not as far as I know. Could you ask around? I will do for Thank you. Thank you very much indeed, Chris. You ask the trucking community, maybe on the old uh, the Citizens Band, the CB, as I like to shorten it. Oh, hey, there's a new show happening. It involves my voice and this voice. Yeah, this one. Yes. You are not it's even my turn, it. isn't it? This is October the 3rd. You're not even here for the second show, October the 10th. No, I'll be going out getting legless. It's going to be very 10th. Oh. May the 4th be with you. What other funny dates are there? So we've got, we've got October the 10th, 2.30. Clock day. Oh. Here's all the info you could ever need. Well, Russ, that's XTC and Mayor of Simpleton from their uh, classic late 80s, 80s album, Oranges and Lemons. It really is... Um, so me and Catherine... Who's Russ? He's on Twitter. He, oh, just, he says, I like this song. Hello, what is Russ. it? So me and Catherine, um, from October the 3rd, 
Um, Justin's got his own announcement, and we're not we're not treading on Justin's toes. Okay, I think he announced this weekend that he was stopping doing the Saturday show twelve till two. Okay, he's an, he's said that that's out there. That's fine. If he wants to say anything else, that's up to him, not up to me. Uh, but me and Catherine are having that slot. Yeah, yeah. Twelve till two from October Saturday, October the third, down the rabbit hole with Ian and Kath. Or Kath and Ian, we're not precious. Don't mind. We're coming up with a name for the Facebook page that we've started, but we can't think of, of how, how to label it anyway. We can think of a lot of rude ones, but we don't want to put that on. All there. the Facebook.com slash down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole, it's the rabbit hole. They've all gone. So we're mm. kind of a bit scuppered there. Um Octo- hole? Sorry? Hole. Let's try I'll try. I bet hole's gone. Holes are very popular. On I bet um, Courtney Love has has, um, mm. has done it, hasn't she? Mm. I bet she's done it's it. It's probably Courtney Love's hole. What a normal. Is that the breakaway? Is she? Are they all original now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's happening October the third, but then for the the next October the tenth, you're not turning up. No, I'm on a um, hen. The all second weekend. show. All weekend. You can phone me up if you want. I can't tell you what will happen. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Good. Anyway, we don't know what the show's going to be. It's going to evolve on air. So um, let's see if Facebook like button. us. Hole, hole, it has to be five, at least five characters long. So hole oh, is. Hole. What? Maybe no, nothing. So- <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's weak ankles. It's weak ankles. Um, oh, that's lovely. That's mm. absolutely. If anyone's got any that, hang on. Yeah, I do. This was um, recorded at um, my grandparents had a party at the weekend, and I, I, t- I snuck in my tape recorder. Granddad got the piano out. Hey, all right, there it is. Fellas. <laughs> now, what's cooler than being cool? Granddad, oh. shut up! It's a very rude just, song, this. Just sat there recording it. What's cooler than Good being it. cool? He was so oh, drunk at this stage. Okay. I'm going to break this thing down in just a few seconds. They don't have me break this thing down for nothing. nothing. I want to see y'all. On your best behaviour. Y'all. On your baddest behaviour. Oh! He's turning it around. Don't tell him I'm playing this. He'll kill me. I'll get him in one day. That was my weekend. That was yours, suckers. I heard that you shook it so hard you had to go to hospital. Anyway, basically, the Saturday show is going to sound like two hours of that. Excellent. Pretty much. Aww. It's going to be fun. No podcast, and it's going to be completely separate from this, but we're calling it Down the Rabbit Hole, so it's not completely, but there'll be, it won't, there'll be no podcast. It's a good, good name. We couldn't think of anything else. Couldn't think of anything else. We'll I push. have a question. Hello, Kelly Betts. What if you do have really good bits in there that you want in the podcast? Not allowed. No, no, not allowed. Not allowed. I've, Se- I've decided. Secret bits. And they won't let us have a separate podcast because we're only allowed one podcast. I mean, if someone were to... The, the thing about the internet, right, is piracy is rife. Uh, and so there is there, there is a very strong chance that someone might podcast it oh. illegally. I do not condone that. On the iPlayer, you can now download shows. You can shows, download shows, so can't you? Be its own it separate. could be from there. Yeah. Again, but someone might Billy just put Bootleg it, might get hold of it. Billy Bootleg might put it on a website. And if you do do something really funny, Hello? you can just do it again during the week. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, couple, we'll, we'll, we'll be nicking stuff, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh... Feisty bit coming up. The Conservatives believe Jeremy Corbyn is a threat to national security, the economy and your family. That's true, they do. The Conservative MP for South West Hertfordshire, David Gork, tweeted, What have Labour endorsed today? Higher taxes, no welfare reform, scrapping the market economy, weak defences and condoning terrorists. So I had a chat with him. It gets beefy. You know, quotes in the newspapers today from Jeremy Corbyn some years ago saying he'd like to abolish the army. Um, oh, he, come on. Now, now, da- on David, 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 listen, I'm sorry. You're not, you're, come on now. This, 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 this nonsense. Have you got the full quote? Because we know what the newspapers like to do. They like to take one line of a quote from Jeremy Corbyn, don't they? So let's have the full quote. And what year did he say it, please? Well, he, I, as I said, he said it some, year, some years ago. How many years ago? Was... And let's have the full quote. If you're going to quote him, let's have the full quote in context, because you well, know yeah. you know that a lot of these quotes have just been snipped to make them sound dangerous, when actually they're not. Well, they are dangerous. He's making an argument. He was praising a country for, for not having an army, if I, if I recall correctly. The, the, the point is that the, 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 the beliefs that Jeremy Corbyn has uh, as leader of the Labour Party, as one of the two people... Uh, who can become Prime Minister after a general election. OK, well, tell us some. Let's, let's stop the personal attacks. Let's stop the personal well, attacks. I, I, tell us, tell us some of the policies. Tell us some his, of the policies his, that are dangerous. Well, for example, his uh, refusal to get to grips with the deficit, uh, his belief that you can uh, pursue what he describes as people's quantitative easing, but that means uh, essentially printing money, uh, the, the, the approach that Robert Mugabe took in Zimbabwe, that even his own advisor says could cause a, a, a sterling crisis. Uh, <laughs> can, I, can I give you... I'm going to stop you. I've got his army quote. Yep. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, go ahead if you like. I don't think you do because yeah, because it yeah, and it it shows the knee jerk um, bitterness from within some elements of the Labour Party and certainly from the Conservative Party. Let me read the full thing. I've got a little thing here. During a House of Commons debate in 1999, the Islington North MP proposed letting people opt out of giving tax revenue to the army. Quotes, what policy is adopted by his department in respect of taxpayers who do not wish to pay certain elements of taxation on grounds of conscience? He asked Treasury ministers. Mr Corbyn continued, British taxpayers have a right of conscience not to participate in the armed forces in time of conscription and should have a similar right in time of peace to ensure that part of their tax goes to peace, not war. What part of that, that's from the Telegraph, what part of that is him saying he's going to scrap the army? I wasn't talking about that quote. I'm talking about the quote that's on the front page of The Sun. Have you got that? Well, no, there isn't a quote on the front page. There isn't a quote on the front page of The Sun. David, there isn't a quote on the front page of The Sun. All right, well, the, 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 the full quote is, is there. That's the reference I was Corbyn, making. Well, you, no, what you're referring... No, 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 this is important. This is important. This is important. David, this is important. Paying tax to pay the defence. This is important. This is important because you're 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 spreading lies. Okay, the front page. Sorry, I resent that. Well, you Uh, said the quote on the front. I'm talking. I'm talking about the Sun. What the story that the Sun is running? Have you got that quotation? Well, I'm trying. You tell me where the quote is because you've obviously read it. Yeah, I've read it. It was on. It was on Twitter last night. If you've got that (laughs) quotation, David, if if you're getting your news from Twitter, may I uh, suggest you need to look a little bit harder? Can you tell me the quote? Where's Where's the quote in the Sun that you claim to have read? 
the, the, the quotation concludes with him saying that he would like to... Uh, he was praising country for not spending money on Can the military. You tell me? Ideally, he would like to get rid of the army altogether. Can you tell me where that quote is? Well, I don't have it in front of me. Well, then, but, sir, but can I, I suggest you've, you've, you've cited a, a source for a quote that you don't, you haven't actually read? Yeah, I have read the full quote. Well, then where is uh, it? You've I'll... told me to look at The Sun. The front page of The Sun is, Corbyn, abolish the army. That's not a quote, that's a headline. Where's the quote? Have you read the whole Sun story? You tell me where it is. You've cited it's it. In where? The, it's in the... It's, it, the, the, the sun has got the quotation. Have, have a look at that. Speaking three years ago... No, 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 no. I'm not letting any of you lot get away with this on either side. You can't come in with these nasty digs that are untrue. Let's read the whole story. Corbyn abolished the army. Labour's new leader, Jeremy Corbyn, wishes Britain would abolish its army. The veteran lefty's radical view will stun our brave soldiers. Mr Corbyn, 66, believes Britain and other countries should follow Caribbean outpost Costa Rica by scrapping armed forces. Speaking three years ago, he said it would be a wonderful move to help world peace. Still not seen the quote where he says it. And I still can't right. find the quote okay, well, where he says uh, it. That, that, that's the story that I'm talking about, not the... But, but there not isn't the opting, not, a not quote. Not the out of paying... But there isn't a quote, sir. There isn't well, a quote, sir. Well, there certainly is, is a quote. If it's not covered in the, the Sun front page that you've got, there is a quotation that but I'm where, seeing. where, sir? Which, Can you which... tell me where the quote is? You can't cite well, a quote and then not quote it. Well, <laughs> he, can clear, he praises Costa Rica and, 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 and the fact that they don't spend money on the army and he says it would be wonderful if, if, if we could do the same. Now, that's, that's the essence of the argument. Now, it doesn't seem to me to be very practical. We can have an argument about locating the, the quote, but, I mean, a couple of minutes on Google, I think anyone can find it. Costa Rica, Jeremy Corbyn, Army. OK, how uh, is he dangerous but, to my family? This is another thing that's been uh, trotted out this weekend. How is, how, why is my family at risk because of Jeremy Corbyn? Because the economic policies that he would pursue were he to become uh, Prime Minister would put uh, the recovery, well, not just at risk, but, I mean, undoubtedly uh, result in our economy uh, crashing. Uh, that would have an impact on all of us, on families up and down the country, uh, because, uh, you know, essentially he wants to uh, abandon any economic progress that we have made in the last 30 years. He wants to abandon the market economy. Uh, John McDonnell, his new shadow chancellor, describes his... Uh, 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 amongst his sort of hobbies and activities fomenting the overthrow of capitalism, uh, that would put families up and down the country in your uh, opinion. At risk, in my opinion, you go to Jeremy Corbyn. An awful lot of Labour people as well. Well, yeah, uh, but they voted. They voted them in. In Europe, uh, you go to JeremyCorbyn.org.uk. The first thing it says on the homepage is Jeremy Corbyn prioritising the needs of the poor and the human rights of all. That doesn't strike me with terror. That sounds. Um, Quite nice. No, I don't don't disagree with that. But the practice, in practice, the policies that Jeremy Corbyn would pursue, which ones would 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 it? Well, I've the ten pound, the ten pound, the ten pound minimum wage would that would that jeopardise my family? Uh, if if you set the minimum wage too high, you result in higher unemployment. So Is ten pounds too judgment, high? A judgment that has to be. Well, it, it, Is ten pounds uh, too high? It's easy for us to say that ten pounds is too high. I earn a lot of money. I'm guessing you do as well. So it's easy for us to say that ten pounds as a minimum wage is too high. Could you live on ten pounds an hour? Well, the the, the judgment has to be made when it. Could you live on ten pounds an hour or less? Can I, can I just make this point? As as a government, we're we're introducing the national living wage, so we're could increasing. You, could you live on ten pounds an hour? A higher rate. Well, it 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 would be. Uh, I accept it would be. A, a, it's a real challenge. The point I'm making is that you, <laughs> you could, couldn't. I couldn't. 
Well, the point is that if you, you know, why not set it 20? Why not 30? Why not 40? Because he's worked because it out that 10, that 10 is, is manageable. Because, what about well, charging bigger businesses slightly more tax? Question of judgment. Well, uh, his, his charging bigger businesses slightly more tax. What's wrong with that? Uh, that you end up with less investment in the UK, you don't get growth in the UK, you don't create jobs in the UK. Uh, actually, a competitive tax system for business is important. But for it's not competitive. It's very one-sided. I pay, I pay a higher percentage of tax than Starbucks. Well, that uh, ain't fair, is it? Come on, that's not fair. Well, it, it, you've got to remember, all taxes are paid by people in the end. Uh, you know, ultimately, it's not. It's, you know, companies might write the checks, but it's always going to be paid either by the shareholders or the employees or the customers. What's so, wrong? So, what's wrong so with charging bigger? What's wrong with charging big companies a little bit more tax? What, why is that such an evil, dangerous thing? Well, if you, what we've done is reduce corporation tax. That's actually resulting in more investment in the UK. It's creating more wealth, and that's wealth that goes through to. To people, you've got to create wealth in the first place. Well, in that if case, then if, if Starbucks, if, if we're not going to charge Starbucks more tax, then let's, for goodness sakes, let, let's get them to pay a ten-pound minimum wage. You see, it's you, you, you see how that could well, help. Uh, what, what, well, that would be dangerous well, yeah. to my family. We're, we're, we're part of a government that's actually increasing the uh, minimum wage, bringing in a national living wage. And is so, the living wage going to be compulsory? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be compulsory. Well, then, they, so you're agreeing with Corbyn, then? That's great. Well, it's, it's a question of setting the rate. I, I'm, I'm not particularly highlighting the, the, the £10 minimum wage. I think there's a balance that has to be struck so that you don't have higher unemployment. Uh, but the, 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 the point I would make is, overall, you look at his policy on people's quantitative easing, if you look at his failure to deal with welfare... But you reform, lot did quantitative at, easing, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so it was all right when did. you did it, but now he's suggesting it's not all right. Why, why no, the we difference? It's it, it, done in particular circumstances to get the economy moving. What he's talking about is doing it all the time to pay for public services. Now, that's, that's very risky because if you, if you just do that to rely on paying for public services, you run the risk of inflation. And I think pretty well every mainstream economist has, has made that point. Final point. My friend runs a T-shirt shop in Uxbridge. Doesn't take much. You know, it's a T-shirt shop in Uxbridge. He's just messaged me. He paid more corporation tax in 2013 than Vodafone. Is that fair? Well, I don't know the sort of particular... Is that fair? Well, the point I would make... Look, we have a... Is that a, fair? Well, the, 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 I don't know whether that's right or not. The, it's the true. Is that is, fair? Well, the situation is with corporation is that fair? tax... Sorry, can I just make this Well, point? could you answer the question I'm asking? Is that fair that the T-shirt printers in Uxbridge paid more corporation tax than Vodafone? Is that fair? As a government, we are changing the international roles, rules. We are strengthening HMRC in dealing with corporation tax. But you have to remember that, for example, if you've made losses in previous years, you can use those to write off. Uh, profits in a subsequent year. So I'm not going to get drawn into individual companies because they're quite complex rules. Really simple question. and Really simple question. I take on board what you've just said. A small t-shirt shop in Uxbridge uh, pays more corporation tax than Vodafone. Is that fair? Yes or no? It's a simple question, but it's it's a misleading question. Which bit's misleading? Well, because of the complexity of the rules is that you have things like losses and, you know, you don't, it's not a turnover tax, it's a profit tax. If there's a year where you haven't made profits, you don't pay corporation tax. But what I would say is... <laughs> it's Vodafone versus a T-shirt shop in Uxbridge. If we, if, we didn't, if, we, if we didn't do this, is that we've got to make sure that the rules by which companies pay tax 
reflects where the economic activity occurs. And sometimes those rules have not been fair. So I'm not going to draw, get drawn into individual. Can I tell you one? Can I tell you one thing? We really think it's important that the big companies pay more in tax under the rules. But it's important that those rules are applied. One final, th- one final thought to leave you with. Um, Again, I've got, I don't know if Corbyn's going to be any good or not, but I tell you that the thing that having spoken to people on this show, the thing they like about Corbyn is he would have answered that question. Yeah, there are a lot of questions Jeremy Corbyn is not answering as well at the moment. I've not heard him. I've not heard him dodge. A, I've not heard him dodge a question yet or go on message. And what I'm hearing the, the last couple of days is a lot of people on message. And just this is just from having spoken to people here. People are really bored of it. Yeah, I make the point is, is sometimes there are some questions which are uh, don't lend themselves to to simple answers because they're complex issues. But what I'd say is, you know, on questions as to you know does Jeremy Corbyn you know back our army? I'd like to hear a straight answer uh, to that. Does, will Jeremy Corbyn ensure that we don't see inflation running in this country? We're back on high. message. We're back Corbyn, on message, well, David. They're, we're, import, they're important points. Here. Well, really I, important I've just points, I've just asked you an important point, po- David. I've just asked you a really important question, and, and and you've dodged it, and you've gone back on message. And I think people are really tired of that from both sides. Merry Christmas, everyone. May yours be full of love, laughter, and beer. We begin. We begin. We begin. We begin. No, we began. We began celebrating it this week after getting a Christmas card. Oh, Christmas is really fantastic. <laughs> it's my birthday, my birthday. The giving up, receiving of gifts. I just wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, Christmas is really fantastic. Come on, this is the Chris. This is the Chris. Forget your Phil Spectres. <laughs> In our house, this bad boy gets out. The world is just like one great big gigantic Christmas tree. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, bear with me one second, indulge me. Cause Christmas is fantastic in the morning. Yes. But Christmas is the most fantastic in the afternoon. Take it away! <laughs> this is the record that comes out during our Christmases. Are we still doing our Christmas off? Uh, we're, 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 we're you bring in five, I bring yeah. in five, and uh, oh, yeah. we get the listeners to vote on who's got the most obscure Christmas well, selection. Th- this is going to be the first one that gets played. Hang on. This is the first one that's going to get played. Here we go. You won't be able to beat this. No, mate. Clarence Carter, Backdoor Santa. Oh. What? Yeah. Great Christmas song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Switch off your hi-fi, switch off your TV. <laughs> one, more, one more, indulge me, then we're going to... This is a very serious thing we're dealing with. Oh, I miss Frank so much. There we go. Hoi, three kings of an Oriental. One in a taxi and one in a car. One on a school to beep in his I didn't know he, he um, wrote these. You did? Oh, 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 Anyway, so Justin, yes, you've taken uh, this joyous moment to the streets. Yes, I have. Uh, I'm sure streets... you got a lot of positive feedback on this. Yeah, well, well, the streets were mean and the streets were keen. I um, was out there talking to people about Christmas cards and whether they 
If they were to receive a Christmas card now, would they be delighted or would they be sickened by that? Um, yeah, we kind of get off to a weird start with a Doctor Who fan. Uh, here's, what, here's what happened. Morning, boss. You've got a, a CD player there. What are you listening to? Oh, just a big finished production of Doctor Who The Lost Stories called Thin Ice. Let me ask you this. What's your name, by the way? Uh, my name is James Hunt. James Hunt. OK, James Hunt. James, if you received a Christmas card now, would you be delighted or would you be sickened? Oh, I, w- I would be delighted, as a matter of fact. OK, that's absolutely fine. Just lastly, who is your favourite Doctor of all time? I'm going to say... Uh, the late Patrick Troughton. What about Dave? Who's Dave? David Tennant. Oh, him. Uh, he's not one of my favourites. Madam, I'm eyeing up your trolley. I've got to be honest with you. That is probably the best-looking trolley I have seen in Bedfordshire. What a load of c- No, it's true. Look at it. It's got the <laughs> style. Come on, you know it as well. Now, if you got a Christmas card today, yeah. if somebody sent you a Christmas card today, would you be delighted or would you be sickened? I'd be delighted. I like having cards. So you put it up straight away? Why not? Yeah, exactly. A lot of people are saying, oh, it's not Christmas yet. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with putting up a piece of happiness, is there? No, not at all. So if you got a Christmas card today, would you be delighted or would you be sickened? Damned annoyed. Why? It's not Christmas. Yeah, I know, but what? 12 days of Christmas? Nobody's ever heard of that? Six days before, six days after? If I sent you a Christmas card now, it would stand out from the crowd. It would be special. No, it won't. Yes, it would. It'd be damned annoying. No, it wouldn't. It would (laughs) be special. I won't be putting them up till Christmas Eve. Man to man, what is wrong with you? I'm serious. uh, Christmas starts in September. As As soon as the kids go back to school, that's it. Christmas starts. No, sorry, it doesn't. Just an what outrageous, misery. outrageous what? attitude. Yabu sucks, mm. but humbug. Absolutely. You know, I pushed poor her old, all the way. Poor old tiny Tim hobbling along. No turkey for him, sir. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Shut up. Yeah, out, well, Justin, they're cold on the streets of Dunstable. They are, yes. Stop. Speak to you later on. Cheers, my dear. Take care, Baby, can you see that I can't take no If you have a complaint to the BBC, even if it's got nothing to do with the BBC, then why not give me a call? Oh... Three. Four. Five. Nine. Four. Double. Five. 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 Oh. oh. Start again. Oh. Three. Four. Five. Nine. Four. Double. Five. Five. Double. Double. Oh, oh again. Why is it me and you? Because we are, we are made meant to, to be. Together. We were made to be, be together. together. Having it away. Every other. single day. Oh. Three, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Gareth did. About two months ago, there was supposed to be a Spitfire uh, fly past the Battle of Britain. Oh. And amazingly, two months later, it's still a Spitfire fly past the Battle of Britain. But I have literally no idea get... what that means. It's still Have flying. you heard of the Battle of Britain, 1940? Big film with Laurence Olivier. I don't think, I think it was more than a film. I think it was an actual um, uh, event, wasn't it? Well, you might have thought so, but not the way they're treating it on the, on the media. Well, what, what do you mean the way they're, they're not talking about it on the media? They're talking about it, but only on the social media, not on the main line, line BBC. Right. Well, what do you want us to say about it? Well, I'd like you to say where to go to see them, because last time I went to Portsmouth and there's lots of people waiting about and nothing happened. And the the radio said down there. Hang on a minute. What do you? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Gareth. Hang, let's let's just calm down. You, you went to Portsmouth. Why? Because the BBC said go to Ride Pier, right. but the British High Speed Rail can't get you there in three hours. 
which effectively means you can't see anything on the Isle of Wight. So, day two now. so do, you went to Portsmouth for what reason? To, to go to Ride Pier to see the Spitfires, which is where the BBC said they were going to be. Hang on a minute, you can't blame the BBC because you were... you can. They, they announced something, you can't, around. You can't blame the BBC for you going somewhere late. Well... Why didn't you know? Why didn't you look it up before? Because in the past, you could get there in under three hours. And well, then, then your, beef is, your beef is with British Rail or whatever they're called these days, not with us. Well, if you hadn't said Ride Pier, I'd have gone to Stokes Bay, where they were. <laughs> well, why didn't you go to Stokes Bay? Listen, Gareth. the BBC it... said Ride Pier. OK, and the BBC is telling you to go and listen to Heart. Are you going to do that? I've been knowing to. Cafes used to play Heart. The, 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 Gareth, you can't, you can't blame the fact that you missed something on the BBC. And we've mentioned the Battle of Britain in the six o'clock and the seven o'clock bulletin. But you, have you said where to go to see them, or you said look on the website? No. Do you know what? Because it ain't my job. Well, I, I was trying to talk to, to BBC South, but they, they don't have a phone number. <laughs> and is that? I bet they do. Well, not not in the what's BBC. What's BBC South? The BBC in the South have a lock house. Uh, okay, um, I don't think it's. Is it called BBC South? Well, it used to be. Well, yeah, but it's Gareth. <laughs> listen, you've got beef with the BBC. I have no idea why. You've got the name of the place you're trying to phone find the phone number for wrong. Um, you're phoning me up to have a go about something. I've got literally no no idea what you're talking about. Why, it, 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 why don't you, I don't know, use the internet or something? Because I'm too old and too poor to have a computer. I've just spent under 30 quid on a car key. And that doesn't work either. That's a very... 11% of the people can't afford a computer. Right. And you, you mess us around every day. with no. all on the website. What? On the website. How have I messed you around? Tell me, what, what have I done, Gareth? Not you personally. Then the don't BBC say me. Then don't say me. How does the BBC mess you? Oh, you're messing me around now. I'm going to come, I'm gonna come to... You're they in Reading. you to go somewhere. You're then... in Reading. Yes. That's Berkshire. Yes. This is BBC Three Berkshire. Counties. Won't answer the phone. I wonder why. Are you a regular caller? No. Well, how did you get the number for us? I rang Radio Solent and got you. Well, you... I think, I, I think people are having a laugh with you, Gareth. What would you like to know? I'll Google it. Where to go to see the Spitfires today as I missed them last time? Where to go to see the Spitfires today? You haven't got a computer at all? No. You haven't got a library? Well, it hasn't opened yet. <laughs> well, why didn't you do it yesterday? You knew it was happening today. Why didn't you do it yesterday? Because I thought they would say where to go. <laughs> oh, God. As they said to get where to go last time, if they got it wrong, at least they said something Then they definite. didn't get it wrong. They didn't get it wrong last time. They got it right. You just didn't get there quick enough. No, they wasn't there. Thousands disappointed because they weren't where they were supposed to be. Well, that's not the BBC's fault. Maybe it was a weather condition that meant they flew somewhere it, else. It was per- the weather was perfect. There's lots of other planes about. Have you spoken to the organisers of that event to ask them? I've spoken to a person who owns one of the Spitfires who oh. didn't know what time it was flying. Right, so if the pilot didn't know what time it was flying, how the heck is Tony Hall and his minions supposed to know? Well, the 
BBC supposed to know everything. They're, they're, they're to inform, <laughs> aren't they? Entertaining oh, inform. Bless you, bless you. Uh, and um, uh, an educator, I think, isn't it? Well, bless you for having so much faith in us, despite well, all of the uh, scandals. Have um, you got uh, Have you got the information where to go? I'm, Does anyone know? I'm, li- I'm literally... I'm, I'm just setting my team onto it now. Team, that's you, <laughs> Catherine and Kelly. Can I give you um, Radio Berkshire's number? Um, well, that would help if I, if I come around a pen. Oh, I, 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 damn you, BBC. We've Do you want taken me to send of, you a pen? We've taken all of Gareth's pens. <laughs> no, I've got the pen. No, You've got right. the pen. OK, I thought you'd called BBC Berkshire. I, no, we I, thought I, he was ringing Solon. He I, got us. Well, no. I rang them and they weren't answering. So you've called... Right, so you called Berkshire, they wouldn't answer. Yeah, so I was called Solon and somehow got put through to you. OK, jeez, I, I, I feel we've certainly Southern counties the, then, uh, it sounds like. I've you heard need... you sometimes, but you're on the same frequency as Surrey, and when you drive it on the board, it goes back and forth. It, well, and BBC's fault? Well, I don't know. Mm, OK, we're not sure on that I think one. it's your personal well, fault. If, if they mark out right. the boundaries of the, of the broadcasting areas and rename the bits so you know really where you are. You know, should, yeah, they so should, it is our yeah. fault, you're right. Yeah. OK, well, if I give you this information yeah. and it's incorrect, where does that leave us? Where does that leave you and me, Gareth? Well, at least you tried. Someone the other day looked up the internet for a car dealer and the information was wrong, but at least you tried to look. OK, well, I'm trying to look. But you Spit- think car dealers would put their right addresses on the internet, wouldn't you? If they're going to customers, you think they would, and it, it surprises me the number of car dealers that have the incorrect address. Right, mm-hmm. Spitfires, Hurricanes, and Blenheims—they're mm-hmm. all aeroplanes, are they? Yes, but there's only one Blenheim in I think in the whole world. It, really says, it says Blenheims here, so that's, that's plural. Maybe they found another one. Maybe will take part in a historic flypast across the, it's the south of England today. Mm. So it's the south of England you I need know to it's head today. to. Yes, yes. Okay, well, it's the south of England. This is yeah. saying. Mm. Okay, so you okay with that? Yes, fine. So you're going to go to the south of England. Well, that's that's, that's a rather too big to cover there in one day in the train or by well, car. Organised by the Boltby Flight Academy, there are three routes set to make their way over Surrey and North East Hampshire. The first section is due to roll out at twelve and will begin and end at Goodwood. Goodwood, I know that. I know that. But that's pre-booked only. You see. So you knew about that one? I knew it was pre-booked only, so I was looking for somewhere nearby. Okay. You can see it, you know, with oh, well, you can, you can see it nearby in Basingstoke. They're flying over Basingstoke. Yeah, right. Well, thanks very much for you're, that. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so soon after 12, then? Uh, yeah. I mean, and if it's the wrong information, you know, yeah. I've just Googled it. I can't... Can I, I ask blame you? I'll blame Google. Listen, Thank you. you don't have to be in Goodwood. You could stand... You know where you can when you're allowed to go for free, can't you? And see well, planes in the sky. I was, I, was, I was plan A. If I'd had a better night's sleep, not worrying about it. Why do you sleep so badly, mate? Oh, it's the whole story. Ever since the previous not seeing it, I've been, I've been I'm sleeping properly for the whole year. No, only two months. Okay, so for the last two months, you've not been sleeping. Again, BBC's fault. Not entirely, but if but they, if they just admitted it that they got it wrong... Then, then you'd they, sleep a lot better. Minded. If, if the BBC admitted that they got it wrong, would you sleep better? Well, you can try. <laughs> Gareth, I yep. am a spokesman for the BBC. Mm. We got it wrong, mate. Yeah. We should have given you that information earlier. You should have had more than three hours to get down mm. there. On behalf of the BBC, well. I'm really sorry, and I hope you well. sleep well. Well, thanks very much. I, you're, you're much more helpful than a lot of people, so... Yeah. At least if I go somewhere and, and around Beijing, there's other things to see if it, if it doesn't happen. It's a lovely area, And it's cheaper than going to Portsmouth or the Isle of Wight or anywhere okay. else. But make sure, you leave, much, make sure you leave early. Ta-ta. Oh, well, bye. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley, a report into the use of taxis. And a flypast involving about 40 Spitfires and Hurricanes is set to take place to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Britain. Prince Harry will join veterans to see the fleet of Battle of Britain aircraft take to the air. A service will be held at London St Paul's Cathedral at 11 o'clock. The aircraft will take off in groups from midday and fly over Goodwood before dispersing around the south of England. Some will return to Goodwood, while others will end up at Battle of Britain airfields, including Biggin Hill and Northolt. Well done, Simon. Now, I know what you're thinking. Did he get there on time? Did he see it? If he didn't, whose fault was it? All the answers and a lot more coming up here. I, I went to Basingstoke and I got there for 12 in spite of roadworks. Oh. And I stand around till 3.15 and nothing. Oh. And yet the television kept saying over Basingstoke. Yeah. And I spoke, there were people with mobile phones, and they said, well, they're in Romsey and they're in Hursley, but there's only two. The television said there were four. They were in groups of four. Did you look but, up? Well, of course I looked up. I had oh. binoculars and everything. Oh, OK. And the, the weather was perfect. The, the radio said, oh, 2.30, 2.40 or something. Yeah. And then the, the weather at that time was perfect, although it was rain on the side. And the sort of clouds you want in a, you know, if you want to do a, a, a painting of clouds, you can do it better. And there were two or three helicopters around, but no other planes at all, which is unusual. Yeah. And um, there was only two or three other people around. I would have got uh, to... Now, if I'm waiting for an event, if there are only two or three other people, that's when I start to get a little bit angsty and think, ah, maybe I should be elsewhere. Well, the silliest thing of all, I live in Caversham, and, you know, when it was too late to come home, they said, oh, they're coming over Caversham Park. But I found Caversham Park... They actually said, well, they were actually quite a way away, but we wanted to big it up for the radio. Oh. And the people at Old Basing House said they were on top of the tower oh. and saw something in the distance. At the same time, was there a Cavendish Park? But I can't see that, you know, you could see the same planes at 23 miles or something. So there were people all over your part of England looking at this guy and pointing at planes. Yeah, well, the silly wow. thing was on the television last night, they said, we want to show the maximum number of people. Well, if they'd gone at 12 o'clock, the people in the services and pools would still be inside. If they'd Did, done it at four o'clock, uh, the kids would be coming out of school. But if they'd uh, done it on the weekend with other events on, well, they'd have got ten times more old people. Are you disappointed? <sighs> Difficult to say. It's, 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 this whole month has been mess, mess, mess. And, uh, you know, it's, it's bloody typical. It, it, it was an occasion where I would almost rather not go to blame someone else for getting my way, you know what I mean? Who's, who do you blame more? Do you blame the BBC this time or Jeremy Corbyn? Well, he wasn't singing the national anthem, but I, I don't think they, the planes went in the wrong direction because of him not singing. OK, so it's the BBC's fault this time? Well, the, 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 the BBC's fault for having too much Jeremy Corbyn and ignoring all the other things in the world, like Axe and Mosque and space flights and stuff, you know. Oh. It's, um, I, you did your best. We, we did our best, and, and I hope the, you appreciate that we tried, Gareth. Yeah, and we weren't. Yeah, Berkshire was... Slightly helpful, but to tell you, you know, a, a it was moved from twelve till two, and then it was yeah. two thirty, and it was two forty. Who was who was more helpful? Okay, I'm going to give you three options here. Was it BBC South, BBC Berkshire, or BBC Three Counties Radio? Who was the most helpful? You were the most helpful. Yes, but the the BBC South still said they went over Basingstoke, and I. I but you can't ring BBC South. You know, they're not in well, it the doesn't exist. It doesn't well, exist. They're not in the, the back no. of the Radio Times. It's because no. they don't want the truth. Yeah, well, they don't, because it's not the, not the first time. I, say oh, that, I think the Sky said they went in fours, which they didn't. 
And there definitely up. wasn't more than one planning, whatever. The, it's the, another the BBC cover-up. We've had it happen before, and I thought we'd got to the end of this. Well, talking of cover-ups, what happened to the mad cow disease? Everyone was supposed to die of mad cow disease, but um, are they covering it up, or was it a full scare? Travel news for beds. So basically, no, and it was ours. <laughs> I think the new national anthem, or the Natant, as I'm calling it, to save time, mm. should be All You Need Is Love by the Beatles. You called in in your thousands with your own <laughs> ideas for a groovy national anthem. Thousands is a little bit of an exaggeration, Kelly, let's be honest. It was only two people, wasn't it? Should we play those two people? Mm-hmm. What okay. a pair. Uh, good morning, Ian. Suggestions for a groovy national anthem. Hmm. Well, I don't. Have, I, I I don't have uh, a ready-made uh, uh, suggestion at the, at the minute. But uh, national anthems are very important. It's a statement of uh, what? Um, intentions. It's values of. of okay. Of what, what 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 uh, what values and what statements of intent does God save hmm. the Queen make? Uh, God's will. The Queen has been an institution um, as far as uh, well, I can remember, and my my parents can remember. And yeah. uh, but what, does, and what, does, what statement of intent does that song make, apart from um, uh, pretty much taking over the world and being rude to Scotland? Well, well it, uh, it, it depends on everybody's uh, point of view. But well, tell me uh, your point of view. My, my point of view is this, that it is unnecessary uh, and uh, should be replaced with something more modern and some more, some, something more reflective of the, of, the, of the nation that we are at the minute. So, and uh, you're, uh, you're... How about this? Jude, don't make it bad Take a sad song and make it better and, the, and then you kind of miss out some of the verses, and then it just jumps to... Would you be up for that, Akbar? Sing along, Akbar, sing with me! I'm going to wee on your fire right now. Go on, Do you know why is that? Why? Why? Because when it comes to the National Anthem, you went to stand up, correct? Yes, yeah? sir. Yes. Now, when we went to go and watch Paul McCartney live, yes. and he performed that song, yeah. you refused to stand up, so it's not going to work, is you're it? You're right, you're right, Justin. You've got me on a technicality, yeah. Akbar. He's yeah. got me on a technicality. We can Also, it would probably be inappropriate to the Queen to sing your name in it. Someone was complaining. The you played a clip naming so many countries, and I think that is... Oh, the alphabet of nations? <laughs> yes, and that reflects very well uh, the kind of Britain we have today. Uh, oh, Ian. Akbar uh, wants the alphabet of nations as the theme tune. Uh, uh, and, that, uh, you, you know what? Be... That might that might just work. It could be an uh, excellent yes. idea. Akbar, thank you, Peter. Yes. How about this? This is the thing that I thought you might like. This thing right here is letting all the ladies know. What guys talk about. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, finding things in life. It's gonna make love. <laughs> in Check your it song. out. Yeah. <laughs>
I know it's not me being rude. I've no, just seen I know. It. It's, it's a great it's, song. It's, it's, it, I, I transpose it from Judy, 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 Judy <gasps> to, to that. On the show this week, we spoke about old drivers. That's drivers who are old. That's you if you are old. You all right, Kath? Don't cry. Bucks County Council wants drivers over 65 to take a mature driver scheme course. Oh, I'd like a mature driver. If you're over 65, you might have to go on a course, love. But you can do it after cash in the attic. All right? All right? Cup of tea. Last cup of tea. You want a slice of cake? Go on, a slice of cake. Go on, a slice of cake. Don't matter. A slice of cake. Cup of tea. Slice of cake. No, love. No. He died. Ten years ago, I know. Didn't it fly by? Mario called in with some great points. Pardon? Yeah, just uh, what I'd like to say, you know, I've passed this command once before. Yeah. I'm fed up, you know, having go up to old drivers all the time. I'm giving you an example. The past two months, I had the two incidents where, well, not incident, where on the, at the end of uh, out this way, when you're going into town, up the roundabout there, uh, the taxi driver comes shoot straight out from the body park. He shot straight out, yes, yes. Yeah, we got there's that, a yes. white line there at the roundabout. Okay. And the, the traffic <laughs> on your right-hand side yeah. to, to go through. And uh, yesterday, I had another young driver. He shot straight out, and he blocked the road. Nobody could go through. I, I wanted to go down towards the station. Yes. Nobody could get through, and he, he had a look at me, and he had a go at me, so swearing at me about it. Right. And there was a young driver. I'm not a young driver. No. I'm coming up to 82. Right. I'm Too old. nothing wrong with my driving. Too old. And I know my code, my Too driving old. code, what are you supposed to do Too old. when you are on the road? Too so, old. You know, it's not everybody. How's your thing. hearing? Pan? I am, I am I'm coming up to 82. How's your and hearing? How old, how old he was? No, he was a young chap, you know, he came coming longer from Barry Park and you know, straight on to the roundabout. How's your hearing? My hearing? Sorry, I, I can't understand what you're saying. How's your hearing? Your hearing, how is it? My hearing, you know, is pretty good. And uh, I don't wear any glasses. You don't wear glasses for hearing, Mario? 
My hearing is okay. Yeah, you yeah, can hear I well. Can, Brilliant. The, the line is not very okay. clear unless it's my Do you not the... think, Mario, I'm going to try and speak louder and clearly, okay? I hope you don't think I'm patronising. Do you not think at the age of 82 yeah. uh, that perhaps you're just a little bit too old? Your reaction... When you were a young Mario in yeah. Italy... Yeah. And um, what, what age did you leave Italy? And when I was... Uh, at 20. OK, so you're a young 19-year-old Mario cruising the streets of Rome, being all looking at sexy ladies that are all over there, and you're allowed to do that in that country. You get arrested if you don't do it. Yeah, but I, I still know my driving code, you know, what are the, the yes. rules and regulation of it, what the, that lady was saying. That but... is going through red but, lights and going around on the road on the other side of the island. You have to admit, Mario that your reaction skills, your hearing, your sight is not as good as when you were cruising the streets of Rome at the age of 19. No, but at least I know my rules and regulation of the road. Mario? Yeah? Say hello to Dave. Hello, Mario. Okay. Hello. Hello. All right, Mario? Yes, hello. Good morning to you. I can hear you well and truthfully, mate, yeah, and I I'm, think you are a good it's, it's my telephone. My telephone is playing up a little bit, you know. It's no the yeah. line is not very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well yes, you're a good driver, Mario. Yeah, so yeah. I can I can hear by from your voice. Yeah. If there's stuff from Friday, you'll hear it here. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. We are asking to celebrate the fact that John Boucher is Catherine. He is the new Chief Constable of Bedfordshire. What's your favourite arrest manoeuvre? What have you got for us? Someone's coughed on the floor, refusing to stand up, bum into the pressure point on the back of the ear and lift. Are you a copper? No. Oh, <laughs> you were... <laughs> He's just a student of copperism. <laughs> have you ever done that on someone? I have. I was in the security industry for almost 20 years. Oh, mate. Now, it's, it's, you're being very vague. That makes me think you're, you're um, SAS. No, no, no. Uh, I was a security officer for uh, government buildings as well as uh, across the board on retail and other other, other areas. Within so you're either industry. a spook or a store detective, either of which deserve ultimate respect. <laughs> when it, now I used to when I used to work in um, in shops many many years ago, and I'll end up there again one day. I make no bones about that. The store detectives were the um, for most of their time, right? They had nothing to do, but so they would just pretend that they were like Starsky and Hutch or something, <laughs> and they would just walk around and pretend they were uh, top American detectives. You ever done that, Mark? No, I've never done that. I'm professional. I don't muck around like that. No, you take it when you're when you're when you're about to apply uh, a thumb to the pressure point behind the ear. You take it very seriously. <laughs> other things, yeah. Mark, thank you very much indeed. We're asking this morning your uh, your favourite arrest positions. Now, those people that say that playstations are bad mm. for your um, uh, self, they're wrong. Listen to this brilliant story of how PlayStation turned a young man's life around. Boy racer, I learned to drive on my PlayStation. Isn't that brilliant? A man... Hang on, but he's a boy racer. Yeah, and he learned to drive... Fast. Yeah, on his... Um, he learned to drive on his PlayStation, okay. which has to be applauded. Um... A man who led police on a 100 miles per hour car chase had learned to drive on his PlayStation. Uh... That's marvellous. Adam Jones, 24... 
has been jailed, unfortunate, after taking a car belonging to his girlfriend who reported him. Grass. Police spotted Jones on the A1 where he was... We were struggling to drive in a straight line. Oh, dear. Now, it is tricky. Was he going round turtles? They gave, or mushrooms? They gave, they gave chase. Fair play. He was clocked doing 100 miles per hour before leaving the dual carriageway and driving into Leslie Grantham. What? Oh, no, sorry. And driving into Grantham, Lincolnshire, where he raced through the streets on a busy Friday night. What was that from PlayStation? His driving was so dangerous... Traffic police were told to abandon the chase for their own safety. But uh, Jones was eventually caught when he drove into a Stinger device. Now, here's the thing. Let's find out how many people he injured. Let's find out how many car windows he smashed and then dragged the drivers out and then jumped into. It's a Grand Theft Auto reference, guys. Jones from Skegness told stunned officers he'd never taken a test or even had a lesson but learnt his skills (laughs) on a PlayStation. Lincoln Crown Court heard the repair bill for his girlfriend's car was too grand. He also damaged the parked Audi in a police car. Jones had been below the drink drive limit. No, he didn't hurt anybody. So, I mean, I don't... No harm done then, no, eh? Well, minimum, minimal, minimum harm done. Now, listen, I'm not condoning the stealing of cars, unless, of course, you're playing Grand Theft Auto. Well, then you get points for that. But he learnt how to drive on a PlayStation. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Marlene, hi Ian. How are your eyes? Still wonky? Yes, yes. Good, afraid, good. Afraid so. Don't never be afraid of a wonky eye unless it's <laughs> well, unless it's on someone else's face. In that case, be terrified. It's part of me. It's it's part of you. What have you got for us, Marlene? Did you learn to drive on a PlayStation? Probably a GameCube. No, no. I'm ringing about being arrested. Oh yeah, go on. Your favourite arrest, arrest manoeuvre. I was arrested at Luton Magistrates Court. At the court? Yes. What the hell for? Well, I was an usher at Luton Magistrates Uh Court. Yeah. And And they were so terrified of your wonky eyes, they they, said, arrest her! She's a witch! (laughs) No. No, I was in, I don't know if the layout's still the same. Yeah. I was in Court 7 as an usher. Yeah. And I was actually leaving that day. Yeah. And um, we'd gone through the list, and the court clerk said to the magistrate, sorry, we have one more wa- matter, yeah. and I'm standing there shaking my head, and he yeah. said, Marlene, step forward. Uh-oh. And I so I said, what? He said, step forward. Oh, gosh. So he said, you are here by charge <gasps> with leaving the employment of the magistrate's court uh- without, without lawful reason. Oh, God, Marlene. You can How get 25 you- years for that. How do you plead? Yeah. And with that, two of the security guards from down the cells came Whipped in. Whipped off their hand- kit. Oh. With, with a handcuff. Kinky. And it was right in the far corner, yeah. away from the cells. And I went, handcuffs? Guilty. So you... they put me in the handcuffs. Oh. Yeah. They walked me through the public area. Yeah. Took me down to the cells. Oh. And then they, um, do you know what they did? Gave you a good scene too. <laughs> no, it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do, Molly? <laughs> they banged me up in the cell. So they, <laughs> they banged you up in the cell. And how long did they bang you up for? About ten minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Molly. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 